Hello. Hi. This is Melissa. And this is Kat. Hey there. Hi there. Ho there. <laughs> How do you do? How you do? <laughs> Have you ever, you've probably seen me watching it, but um, Making a Murderer, mm-hmm. when they're from, I think they're from like Wisconsin or something. I can't remember, but I just love listening to them talk. <laughs> it's my favorite thing ever. Trixie Mattel is from Wisconsin. Exactly. So if you all are wondering why we didn't do two Halloween movies in October this year, we're just doing Hocus Pocus. It's because we realized that there are no Halloween movies. Yeah, there's not really enough for us to do multiple a year. Yeah. We're going to run out very soon. We have literally what? Nightmare Before Christmas. And like the 12 Halloween Town movies. But are those good? <laughs> Doesn't matter if they're good. That's the whole point of this thing. That's true. We're just going to do all four of them like once a year. I can honestly say I don't think I've ever seen any of them. I know that I've seen parts of it because when I worked at Disney, I would like, it would be on. I wasn't watching it. I was doing my job. But I know there's like, a guy wizard that like tries to like take over the school at one point. Have you seen that? Yeah, I have. (laughs) And he has like a dumb name. What's his name? I don't remember. It's been a long time. (laughs) I just know, what is it like the taxi driver? That's like the skeleton guy. Yeah. All I know is that that guy with a weird name was like trying to take over the school. (laughs) I just know that they replaced the main girl, but didn't tell the main girl that they were replacing her. And she just like saw they were coming out with a second one. And she was like, wasn't it a panna baker? No. Okay. This is very interesting fodder for a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But she didn't know they were like doing a second one and they didn't tell her until she saw like the commercial for and it wasn't her. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, maybe we should watch Halloween Town. Okay, see you next year, Halloween Town. There's at least three, maybe four of them. But then again, Nightmare Before Christmas could be a Christmas movie. I feel like it's more a Christmas movie than a Halloween movie sometimes. I think it's very much both. But yeah, we talked about it and I was like, are we going to do two Halloween movies again? If we want this podcast to live long and prosper, we got to not do two Halloween movies every October. Yeah. Well, technically we are doing two because we're doing one for our Patreon. That's true. But it's not a Disney movie. Yes. For Patreon this month, we're doing Beetle Goose. (laughs) Beetle Guys. (laughs) <laughs> Beetle guess. Beetle guess. We're doing Beetlejuice for Patreon, so... It's going to be a good one, I think. Oh, my God. <laughs> I agree. It's a good one, too, because they have the house for Halloween Horror Nights this year. Yes. That's why we wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. So that'll be up on Patreon if you become a patron. Just a simple $5 a month. So small. And if you think of it like you're getting a merch box every summer, you're basically paying $5 a month for that merch box Mm -hmm. plus bonus content. Mm -hmm. It's so good. It's very good. We have like five to 10-ish minute videos on there too. Mm -hmm. And they're really funny. I edit them and I am funny. They're quite hilarious.
magical. <laughs> so this time, we're here to tell you why Annie is tragical. The most Halloween <laughs> movie. It actually takes place during Christmas. We should have done this for Christmas, but it wanted us to watch it. It really did. It was calling our name. And when mm-hmm. a Disney movie calls upon the Tragical Podcast, we answer the call. We we hear it. We listen. It goes. And then we do it back. We go. Is that like the, the <laughs> horn from Lord of the Rings? Was that what it sounds like what to if me? That's my secret talent. Is <laughs> you are the horn from Lord of the Rings, the war do, horn. I just do really good horn noises. <laughs> do it again. I don't know. <laughs> now I'm on the spot. <laughs> now I'm nervous. I can't do it. You have to. You have to rewind if you want to hear it. <laughs> Hit go back 15, 15 seconds, seconds four times if you want to hear it again. <laughs> um, I have a fun fact. I'm ready. Kristen Chenoweth auditioned for the role in the original film version of Annie. She got to the final stages of audition process of the audition process, but was turned down because her southern accent was too thick. So I'm assuming they're referring to the 1982 Columbia Pictures one. Interesting. So Kristen Chenoweth, who plays Lily St. Regis in this version, was almost Annie in the Columbia Pictures version. What? That's so crazy. Uh, truly, that was the only good trivia on IMDb. So I am going to read <laughs> Kathy Bates, who plays Miss Hannigan. I'm going to read some of my favorite films she has been in, as she is one of my favorite actresses, uh, instead of more trivia. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> There's so many good ones. Uh, if you didn't know, Kathy Bates plays Miss Hannigan in the 1999 Disney adaption of Annie. <laughs> Incredible. I had no idea. She was also in My Best Friend is a Vampire in 1987 as Helen Blake. She also was Miss Annie Wilkes in the movie Misery in 1990. Oh, that's a good one. Kathy Bates played Evelyn Couch in Fried Green Tomatoes in 1991. <sighs> I love that movie. Miss Kathy Bates was also Molly Brown in the 1997 movie Titanic, if you've heard of that one. (laughs) Don't know if you've ever heard of that. She is Miss Libby Holden in Primary Colors, 1998. She is Helen Mama Boucher in The Waterboy, 1998. (laughs) I forget that she's in Waterboy. Is it Boucher? I feel like it's not, but I can't think of what it is for some reason. I forget that she's oh, in God. that. That movie's that movie did not transcend time. It did not age well. Oh Jesus. It's really bad. It's not PC. In 2001 in the movie Rat Race, she was the squirrel lady. I love that movie. That is such a good movie. In 2001, she was also Ma James in American Outlaws. In the 2004 adaption of Around the World in 80 Days, she is Queen Victoria. In Hansel and Gretel 2005, Miss Kathy Bates was the narrator. Uh, She was Sue in Failure to Launch in 2006. Also in 2006, Miss Kathy Bates was Bitsy in Charlotte's Whip. This is my favorite movie of all time. Uh, Kathy Bates was Janet Benson in the B movie. (laughs) 
Oh no, not the B movie. Miss Kathy Bates, also in 2007, was Mother Claus in the movie Fred Claus. She was also the voice of Hester in The Golden Compass in 2007. Damn, 2007 was Kathy's year. I guess so. She was Patricia Riley in P.S. I Love You. That's another good one. In 2009, in the movie The Blind Side, she was Miss Sue. She plays a Sue a lot, doesn't she? She's very, she's a very Southern. She can do Southern very well. Yeah. In the 2011 movie Midnight in Paris, Miss Kathy Bates was Gertrude Stein. Gertrude, that's a name. We now move on to Miss Kathy Bates' television debuts. This is what I'm here for. <laughs> In 1984, she was Belle Baudel in All of My Children. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. <laughs> she was in L.A. Law, The Stand, Third Rock from the Sun, Mad TV, King of the Hill, The Office, Harry's Law. I think she was Harry, wasn't she? I think so. That show didn't really do that good. No. I don't think it made it. Mom very- watches oh, it. two years. Yeah. Mm. Mom watches it, though. I think she is Harry, though. Two and a Half Men, American Horror Story. Coven, American Horror Story, Freak Show. Yes. American Horror Story, Hotel. American Horror Story, Roanoke. Which was your favorite role? American Horror oh. Story, Apocalypse. Oh, yeah, she was an Apocalypse. Uh, Dauphine Lachlerie. That's a good one. I mean, Kathy Bates is a woman from New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she's meant to be. I also really liked her as the bearded lady in uh, Freak Show, even though that's one of my not favorite seasons. Yay, Kathy Bates. She's in a lot of like made for TV, like true crime shit. She really does like murdery stuff, doesn't she? Mm -hmm. So yeah, there was no good trivia. So there we go. Miss Kathy Bates. Miss Kathy Bates. (laughs) So we open up to Annie 1999 in New York City. Forced credits. We get some forced credits over a snowy New York. Mm Mm-hmm. With a, what's it called? Compilation of all the songs. Yeah. From the film. There's a better name for that and I can never think of it. And every time I say this, somebody reminds me. Of what the word is. <laughs> Do you want me to look it up? Thank you to those people. No. No. Go ahead. Gonna. I love dialogue with our listeners. So <laughs> go ahead and let me know what that is one more time. Maybe one day we'll actually remember the word and use it. Nope. Okay. I'm going to keep saying compilation, even though that's the wrong term. I mean, it's not incorrect. There's just a more correct term, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's 1933, and we pan to the New York City Municipal Orphanage for girls. This movie just makes me want to go out and adopt every child. Yeah. I already want to adopt, but like, it just makes me want to adopt even more. I can barely... I mean, eventually, obviously. Take care of me. (laughs) Not right now. Yeah, I know. It makes me sad. So we are in the orphanage in a room full of beds, and there's a bunch of orphan girls hanging out. They're bullying the smallest child in the room, as children do. Yeah, one of the little girls, Molly, has a nightmare about missing her mommy. They're so mean to her. She is the cutest little thing. Her hair is so dirty. She, her whole face and body are dirty. You know who Kat and I realized little Molly was? Freaking Sarah Hyland from Modern Family. I can't believe it. And then one of the other girls, I realized like 15, 20 minutes into this movie, they did a close-up of her face and it's freaking Miranda from Lizzie McGuire. Her name is just Lelaine? She doesn't have a last name. Okay. Okay. Go off. I, I, I literally, they panned her face and I was like, 
That's Miranda from Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> yes. So we stand some uh, legends, icons. I'm glad they both got that Annie money. Mm-hmm. It's probably pretty good. I feel like it's one of those ones you get good like royalties from. Yeah, I'm sure it's, it could keep a normal person afloat, I'm sure. I mean, but also both of them were in very large TV shows. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, go off Sarah. Sarah Hyland killing it. <laughs> and Lilane. Now Sarah Hyland's taken care of. Yeah. That show will transcend time. Well, they just. The water pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, they just finished their last season this year, didn't they? Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. What a great show. It was pretty good. I don't have the cable, but I have caught that program at other people's houses or at the dentist office. Mm-hmm. It's and so funny. It's very good. Mm-hmm. It's a very good show. It is very good. So Molly, aka Sarah Hyland, <laughs> who is so small. She's so tiny. So little. She has a nightmare. And one of the rude girls who's not cute or tiny tries to be mean to her. And Annie doesn't let her. She's like, why are you being mean to Molly? Yeah, Annie is... She's adorable. Everyone's mom. Annie is... I'm just gonna say this. Annie is team too much. I need her to bring it down like 20%. She just loves everyone. She's doing the most and nobody needs her or asked her to do the most. (laughs) The rude girl tells her that her mommy ain't coming for her. Her name is Pepper. (laughs) It's because she's spicy. She's spicy. She's so spicy, Pepper. (laughs) Pepper spicy. Do you think like these are their actual names or Hannigan just threw names on them when they all arrived? No, because their names would not be cute. Like Molly, Pepper, and Annie. They would be like... Annie came with a name. (laughs) Number four. She wouldn't (laughs) care. No, I think <laughs> number four. <laughs> like this is a McDonald's menu. Yeah. Chicken strips. <laughs> She's spicy. She's the spicy chicken sandwich. Pepper. <laughs> I'll take a number four with a Dr. Pepper, <laughs> which I referred to as spicy earlier. And then I said, I don't like Dr. Pepper because it's, it's salty. <laughs> Right after I said it was spicy. (laughs) If you didn't already know, we are white. We have (laughs) such refined palettes. (laughs) Refined palettes. Today I went with a, um, while we're talking about our sodas, we'll pause on the Annie talk here. (laughs) While we're talking about our really big sodas, I today got a raspberry coke Mm -hmm. not my favorite no i still like cherry cherry vanilla vanilla i like the orange i like the lemon lime i like there's lemon and lime but i do lemon lime and i like that raspberry is my least favorite so far i got cherry vanilla dr pepper which is where the dr pepper spicy salty spicy (laughs) pepper came into wait does it have pepper in it is that why it's called dr pepper and that's why it's spicy. I'm sure it's got a peppercorn in there, maybe. I just, revelation. It's that just not, came to it's me. It's also not spicy. But not like spicy as in like spicy. It's just like spicy. <laughs> like how, have you never seen the meme where it's white people say Sprite is spicy? <laughs> but it's because it's so carbonated that it's spicy. Oh no. <laughs> I don't think it's spicy. I don't really like I used to love Dr. Pepper and now I don't like it because it's salty to me. <laughs> I like it. Next time we get big sodas, I think I, I almost tried it today, but then I was like, no, I wanted Dr. Pepper. I'm gonna try the orange sickle. It's like Ooh. orange and vanilla coke. I think I'm gonna try that one. We'll keep you guys updated. Uh, next episode, I will have an orange vanilla 
Coke. So an orange sickle Coke. We'll see how it goes. Anyway, back to the task at hand. Back to Annie. (laughs) So the rude girl tells Molly that her mommy isn't coming back for her. Her name is Pepper. (laughs) Dr. Pepper tells Molly... Dr. Cherry Vanilla Pepper. <laughs> Number four, a spicy chicken sandwich with Dr. Pepper tells a Molly <laughs> that her parents aren't coming back for her. Mm-hmm. And Annie says, well, I have parents. And then proceeds to take out a letter from her parents and reads it to them. And then they all start mocking her because she probably reads this letter to them like every day. But also imagine living in a house full of people who don't have parents and bragging over the fact that you do have parents. She ain't got parents. No. Annie. <laughs> Annette. It's been 11 years. Annie Short or Annette? <laughs> no, I think it's just okay. Annie. Annie is such a fucking cute name. It is pretty cute. I'm obsessed with it. I like names that end like an IE. Like Maggie. Molly. Molly. I think those are all cute. Tasty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Annie <laughs> reads the letter from her parents. All the girls mock her. And then Annie sings Molly to sleep. A song about her parents and what they're probably doing right now. It's not good. And she's tucking everyone in again. Annie, you're no one's mommy. No one asked you to do this. They're basically all tolerating her. They all like each other, but they all get on each other's nerves just like sisters do. Mm -hmm. But... She really is doing too much. She's trying to be like the alpha male and nobody asked her to do that. Annie's over here on the corner like, (laughs) everyone calls after her. Everyone's like, shut up. (laughs) Shut up, Annie. We do not claim this energy, bitch. (laughs) As Annie is singing about her parents, she's talking about what they might be doing right now. And she says they might be collecting art and ashtrays. Is that a thing? And first of all, who doesn't love a gorgeous crystal ashtray? I mean, but Truly. it's just a, was that a thing? People don't really smoke as much as they used to. But like, also, why would you collect ashtrays? Like you really just need like one or two, right? You don't need to collect them. You don't need a collection of them. I guess if you have like a really big house, you could have one in every room. Gross. Smoking inside. Nasty. You mean cigarettes. I, well, Yes. <laughs> Nothing else. You can smoke whatever else Hypocrite. in the house. Hypocrite. Ah, listen, no. Hypocrite. No. Hypocrite. Smoking cigarettes in the house is gross. Anything else, live your best life. Meth. In the house, that's fine. You're not on the streets. You're not in an alleyway. That's fine. Oh, no. Live your best life. So Annie decides that she's going to run away again. Apparently she runs away a lot. Middle of the night. It's freaking winter. Like what? what's the plan here, Annie? She packs up all her shit and goes to the front door with her flashlight and Miss Hannigan catches her immediately. What shit is she packing? (laughs) I don't know. She literally had like a pillowcase and it sounded like it was full of pots and pans. It was like whatever the dogs gave Penny at her birthday party. (laughs) It was like a fish bone, (laughs) a yo-yo without a a string. A broken lighter. Like, where are you going? (laughs) Miss Hannigan catches her and sends her back to bed and makes her tell her that she loves her. Yeah. Miss Hannigan forces these children to, quote unquote, confess their love for her every four minutes. Miss Hannigan needs help. She needs therapy. Yeah. I don't love it. (laughs) No, it's not good. (laughs) No. And then she forces all of the other girls awake and tells them that because Annie tried to run away, now they all get to scrub the entire room 
from top to bottom and make it shine like the top of the Chrysler building. Exactly. So the girls are singing It's a Hard Knock Life as they clean the floors and windows very poorly. Not doing a good job. They're not clean. They did a bad job. Mm -hmm. Sorry, girls. Yeah. I did a dance to this song. Cat was Annie. I was. Of course, because she was a little redhead. I was the only redhead in my entire dance class, and we did a dance to It's a Hard Knock Life. It was really cute. We had these cute little, like, aprons and all these little, like, bandanas. I'm sure I have the photo somewhere. I'll it try to It was very cute. Yeah, if we can find it, we'll post it. Oh, <laughs> little orphan cat. I miss dance. <laughs> you can dance if you want to. Not good anymore. <laughs> I dance in the kitchen all the time to 80s music. Also that. And Cardi B. I sure do not the have Melissa Megan. Van whatever collection. <laughs> it's just 80s music and then Cardi B. <laughs> Goodbye horses followed by Whop. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually quite literally what is constantly playing in our house. Sometimes she plays her polka music too. <laughs> Guys, polka music is so fun. Yeah, it honestly kind of is. Bring it back. Bring back polkaing. Everybody Pol- polka. Pol- is it just polka? Not polka. Polkaing. What? What? When you polka. When you listen to polka? No, just like when you do the polka. Oh, like the dance? Yeah. I said polka-ing, and I don't know that that's correct. You're putting a big emphasis on the L that I don't think you need to. (laughs) Polka. No, it's the polka-ing that I'm like, the ing. Polka. Polka. We're not saying the same thing. (laughs) You're saying polka. And I'm saying polka. <laughs> you're throwing it. You're throwing that L in there hard. I'm not it's not difference. polka. It's polka. Polka. Okay, now you got it. I don't like that. There's an L in there. You're supposed to say it's like the how L. I say brawl, and I don't know why. Yeah, there's no L in there. I say brawl like you're gonna it beat has someone up. L at the end. <laughs> She's brawling. Take it off my brawl. <laughs> Ew. Just uh, brawl. I don't know why I say bra. I always have. I'm broken. We know. Well, you said polka, so. It has an L in it. Yeah, but you don't say the L. It's just polka. Polka. Nailed it. I don't like that. Anyway. (laughs) What are we talking about today? (laughs) Anyway. The orphan girls strip the sheets and Miss Hannigan comes back because Mr. Bundles has come to bring them their new sheets and take their old sheets away to launder them. You know, this is a musical because everyone's name is their occupation. Mr. Bundles. Mr. Bundles brings bundles of sheets for them. (laughs) So as the girls are getting their new sheets and throwing their old ones into the laundry bin, Mr. Bundles is trying to ask Miss Hannigan out on a date, which she is refusing. Honestly, she looks great. So and Mr. Bundles ain't really all that. She has a really bad attitude, though. So maybe she should just go out with Mr. Bundles. But I don't know. I think she could maybe do better. She's saving herself for Mr. Warbucks, who's the richest man in the world, though. So how is she going to date Mr. Bundles if she's saving herself? Mr. Bundles is an entrepreneur and a businessman. I don't disagree. I'm just telling you that Miss Hannigan is saving herself for Mr. Warbucks. I bet he smells like laundry. You, you know, love that's that. my favorite. I hate that smell. I love it. it. Makes me nauseous. So as Mr. Bundles is trying to ask Miss Hannigan out, Annie gets into the laundry bin so that when Mr. Bundles takes the laundry bin out, he takes Annie with her. A genius. 
an escape artist. <laughs> Miss Hannigan is doing roll call and all the girls are chuckling. And she's... wait, can we talk about what the roll call is, though? She looks at each child and instead of saying their name, they say, I love you, Miss Hannigan. I love you, Miss Hannigan. I love you, Miss no, Hannigan. She's emotionally you, abusing them. She's emotionally abusing them. <laughs> they don't even like they're not like uh, Molly. Pepper, whatever, whoever this is. Like, they literally go down the line and she counts how many times she hears, I love you, Miss Hannigan. She is a psychopath who needs love and affection from things she does not care for. It's insane. Wild. I'm adopting all of these children. I think they're all probably 37 by now. More than likely. So I think you're good. Okay? Okay. Okay. Don't worry about them. They're good. One of them I hear is on Modern Family. <laughs> the other was in a really Lizzie big McGuire. Disney Channel show. <laughs> so Miss Hannigan realizes that Annie isn't there and all the girls are laughing. And one of them says, she was in the laundry bin. Why don't you foil Annie's plan? Yeah, why don't you freaking snitch, you little narc? Jeez. So Miss Hannigan, this is kind of my favorite part, tries to run after Mr. Bundle's car and just... Her like half jog walking down the street. And then she gets like attacked by a dog. Yeah. And the girls are looking out the window laughing at her. That's so cute. It's pretty good. That's some good movie making right there. Mm -hmm. And then we cut to little Annie just walking around New York in the middle of freaking winter by herself, stopping random people going, have you seen my parents? Have you, have you, have you seen my parents? I'm looking for my parents. Have you seen anyone that looks like me? Excuse me. Little ginger child, no one in New York knows you, knows your parents. They don't care. She's also 11, which isn't that young. It's also the dead of winter and everyone's in these giant winter coats and this little child is in a grubby dress with some jazz shoes on. Yeah. She's not very bright. She has to be freezing. <laughs> oh, was, she's freezing. I was cold looking at her. So Annie's asking strangers for <laughs> her parents. And then my favorite part, obviously this child is just wandering the streets on her own. She sees this man selling hot corn <laughs> on the cob and she steals a hot corn. Hot corn. <laughs> is Do people buy corn off of people on the road? Yeah. I'm never moving to New York. It's it's fun to visit, but I don't get it. Street vendors are like New York's thing. I'm not buying a hot corn on the cob from a man on the street. I don't know that they still sell hot corn in New York anymore. I hope not. I'm mad at the hot corn. I don't remember that when we went. <laughs> what, are you going to gnaw on it as you walk down the street? Yeah, you just have corn pieces in your teeth as you go to work. What the fuck? <laughs> But this was the 30s. They didn't really have hot dogs yet, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> when were hot dogs invented? <laughs> like the cavemen invented. No, there was sausage. But I don't know if like a hot dogs in particular. Hot dogs are the discarded pieces of meat from every animal in existence. Baby, hot dogs are old. I feel like sausages are, but that's not the same thing as a hot dog. Hot dogs are literally just byproduct that doesn't get used in anything else. There's literal like pig teeth in hot dogs and cow hooves. <laughs> hot dogs are just what's left over. 1860s mama. But is that sausage or is that a hot dog? Because it's not the same thing. I know. There's no way. 1860s. By Charles Feltman, a German butcher on Coney Island. 
This is 1933. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, whatever. <laughs> when were sausages invented? <laughs> is it going to be the same answer? <laughs> oh, wait. So, so hot dogs are made like on Coney Island? That's so cool. That's why people say as American as hot dogs and baseball. Okay, well, why the fuck would I know that? I'm a vegetarian. The earliest known reference to sausage dates to Greece in the 8th or 9th century BCE. What? They are old. Sausages is old. Mm-hmm. People been putting meat in cylindrical form for a long time. <laughs> I love that. Wait, that's dope. Think about like medieval times, bro. Okay, but you can put whatever in like movies and shows and just say it was medieval. Doesn't mean it's accurate. <laughs> you can throw a freaking sausage in a movie and say, yep, this is accurate. It's in like paintings. Sausage. <laughs> <laughs> just yells the word sausage. <laughs> Was that like a medieval accent? This episode is cursed. <laughs> this is a cursed recording. Turn it off. Turn it off. Okay, well, I was wrong about hot dogs. All right, everyone. Sorry. <laughs> How old is corn? Corn is man made. Corn, corn is man made. Corn. No, it is. Corn is man made. It is. Look up maize. Corn is man-made. It really is. Corn didn't... You know the little tiny corns you get in like Chinese food? That's real corn. What we have now is (laughs) man-made. What the freaking pilgrims ate with the Native Americans? That is not the same maize that we eat now. (laughs) She's literally crying, you guys. Help. (laughs) I'm so serious. Corn is (laughs) man-made. I googled... (laughs) <laughs> when was corn invented? <laughs> Is that what you looked up? <laughs> no. What'd you Google? When was corn discovered? <laughs> Tell us about maize. The story of maize starts about 9,000 years ago. Okay, but corn is not the same as maize. They enhanced it. Corn has been corn forever. It's definitely been genetically modified and it's a lot bigger than it used to be, but we're not doing corn research. <laughs> we're not doing this. Put your- Look at the difference. Okay, right. But we there was still corn. But it's not even like close to what it is now, is what I am saying. I will never look at corn. <laughs> I'm just saying the pilgrims had a mouthful, whereas we have like 12 mouthfuls. Okay. Anyway, Annie is obsessed with hot corn. I literally, yes. Okay. (laughs) Annie steals corn on the cob and shares it with a dirty street dog. Who almost gets taken away to the pound. Yeah. So she's sitting in the alley and she sings that the sun will come out tomorrow, which is true. A bop. In a pre-apocalyptic world. (laughs) And a cop comes and is like, oh, I've been looking for that dog forever. He's going to the pound imagine you have nothing better to do with your day as a cop except for to chase a fucking dog i know there was crime in 1933 new york a lot of it yeah let's not worry about the dog no he's definitely been bought over by the mafia so he's not focusing on anything else except this dog and annie says no it's my dog actually and he's like well why don't you call the dog over here then little girl so she looks at this dog which has sandy colored fur and decides to name it sandy and in the moment genius just like uh, because of Winn-Dixie. <laughs> These kids, man, they really are stupid. Call it Max. <laughs> like what? Anything else. 
Annie says, come here, Sandy. Come here, Sandy. The dog is just staring at her like, bitch, I'm a boy. (laughs) Not that genders are real, but she named the dog Sandy. She did her best. She's 11. And then she finally says, come here, boy. And then the dog runs to her. Also, you could literally talk to any dog in that tone of voice and they're going to come to you because they think you're a friend. Yeah, dogs are stupid. stupid. (laughs) So... The cop is like, okay, but next time I see you, that dog better be registered and have a collar. Yeah, like what? Registered? Weird times. I, mean, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> My cats are microchipped. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like we are because we got the Pfizer. So Ooh, same. Twinning. Government, come find me. <laughs> Twinning with my cat. <laughs> <laughs> so later on that night... Annie is freezing, so she is trying to warm up by a fire at a homeless person's camp with Sandy, her good boy. And then the cop comes back to break up the camp for loitering and is like, oh, did you get your dog registered yet? First of all, she's 11 and clearly homeless. Second of all, it's been six hours. Also, do something better with your time, my guy. He hates that dog a lot. For what purpose? It's a freaking dog. So he chases Annie and the dog and they run, but then eventually the cop catches her and returns her to Miss Hannigan. And the cop says nothing about Annie, but says, if you see that dog, though, give me a call. I- imagine having a vendetta against a fucking street dog. What did Sandy do to you, sir? Get a hobby. God. So Miss Hannigan puts Annie in a room by herself while she cooks up a punishment for her, as she likes to say. Miss Hannigan then sings an entire song about how much she hates children. Yeah, which is good because her job is uh, orphanage owner. That's that's the title. Orphanage, orphanage owner. mother. Yeah, I don't know. But she really hates children and she swears that one day because of the children, she is going to end up in a psych ward. We'll see how that goes. Are you psychic, Miss Hannigan? (laughs) (laughs) So Mrs. H decides that she wants Annie to scrub the entire house with a toothbrush. Incredible. While she's giving Annie her punishment, Miss Grace comes in. A legend, an icon. Looking hot as heck. Like a snack. 30s fashion was good. 30s fashion was incredible. Everyone was dressed so nice. You couldn't like show off your knees, but I mean, it was still cute. Yeah. Everyone just looked like they were ready to go to like a, a business fancy, meeting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally like a fancy meeting. I love it. Me too. So Miss Grace is there because Mr. Oliver Warbucks, the richest man in New York. In the world. Oh, sorry. The world. Mm-hmm. My God. Mm-hmm. They want to host a child for the holidays at his mansion. Incredible. Annie is like, I'll, I volunteer. I'll go to... She said, I'm an, I'm an orphan. I'm an orphan. Me. Miss Hannigan says, anyone but that one. And then Miss Grace is like, well, why not Annie here? And she's like, because she's a little brat, da, 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 and kind of sticks her foot in her mouth because she says something about her running away, but it was only for the night. And Miss Grace is like, we could get the authorities CPS involved, involved if, if there's a problem with us taking Annie for the holidays. And Miss Hannigan, who doesn't want to get in trouble for Annie running away for the night, is like, fine, take freaking Annie. Take the dumb ginger. Take Annie. Get her out of here. You would really think that Hannigan would be cool with her taking Annie because Annie is her least favorite. So, like, what? 
get her out of my face for two weeks. Bye. She doesn't want her to have a good time. She wants her to be miserable. But she'll be away from her. But she'll be in a mansion getting gifts. I guess. So <laughs> Miss Grace takes Annie to get a new coat at Bergdorf's because she doesn't have a coat. Fancy. And then takes her to Mr. Warbucks's really big house. It's very pretty. I do quite like that house. So Grace and Annie walk into the mansion and Grace asks, you know, what do you want to do first? And Annie is like, I think I'll start with scrubbing the floors and then I'll, and then Grace is like, no, no, no. We have like a staff of 150 people. You're here to have fun, Angel. Like you don't have to scrub floors. It's fine. And Annie is so freaking jazzed. Yeah. She doesn't know how to not clean floors. So (laughs) the staff is super jazzed also to have a little girl. They've never had a kid to dote on. Mm -hmm. So they're going to like bring her breakfast and buy her cute dresses and teach her tennis, which I'm sure will be super helpful when she gets back to the orphanage. They also bathe her. Thank God. God, she's filthy. (laughs) Playing with that dirty dog in the street and whatnot. So after the entire house assures Annie that she's there to have a good time and they are there to take care of her, Mr. Warbucks comes home and he meets Annie. He's literally like, what are you doing in my house? And then Grace says... She's the orphan who is staying with us. And he said, I thought orphans were boys. Rip. No. No. And Annie's like, okay, my bad. I'll I'll just go. I'll see myself out. It was nice knowing you for 0.2 seconds. Goodbye. And Grace is like, I wanted a freaking girl. Oliver, we talked about this. Well, also, this is a PR stunt, my guy. Like, you never listened to me. <laughs> I told you we were getting a girl. <laughs> Oh, no. Grace is over Warbucks' shit. Uh, Grace and Mr. Warbucks are secretly dating. Not super secretly. I'm pretty sure the whole house knows. I'm sure they talk about it constantly. Yeah, they definitely fucking. Miss Grace suggests that her and Oliver Warbucks and Annie go see a Broadway for their first night there. And he informs her that he's just too busy. So he gets to work and Annie asks if she can watch him work. And he's like... Weird, but okay. <laughs> Weird flex, but all right. Mr. Warbucks talks to President Roosevelt on the phone. Cash. And invites him for Christmas dinner. Super. Um, Annie says that they should invite them for Christmas dinner. Yeah, it was really Annie's idea. She's kind of smart. And Roosevelt accepts. He's like, I love free food. Getting sick of this White House chef. He's not doing it right. Not doing the most. Mr. Warbucks is saying something, blah, blah, blah. It's good to be back home in New York. And Annie's like, yeah, I've never been anywhere except the orphanage. (laughs) And then the alleyway that I slept in the one night that I actually got free. And then Annie says, can you tell me about New York? And Mr. Warbucks says, tell you about New York. We're going to go do it all. New York is the tits. This part is so cute. They go and they get Sundays. They see a Broadway show and it's super meta because there's a Broadway show in a Broadway show. Yeah. Love that. (laughs) Mr. Warbucks buys Annie a giant teddy bear that Grace has to carry around for the rest of the evening. Literally, yeah. They do buy it a ticket for the Broadway, though. Mm -hmm. So it must be nice to have just money like that. Imagine. Yeah. And they went to F.A.O. Schwartz, which is no longer their rip. They threw some snowballs at each other they ate some hot pecans not hot corn though no hot corn tonight not this time no and then as they are getting in their cute little carriage horse-drawn carriage don't approve of the horse part right but okay 
they see Sandy in a freaking alleyway and Annie tries to jump from a moving vehicle to get to this dirty ass dog. She doesn't know anything. And uh, she's like, oh my God, this is my friend. I knew him for a solid 12 and a half hours. Can we keep him? And Warbucks is like, I don't fucking care. What's one more mouth to feed? (laughs) He's like, I'm never going to see this dirty dog in my giant mansion. He's like, do you want another dog? We can go get some more dogs. Do you want a cat? Do you want a giraffe? Do you want a gorilla? Annie, you have the West Wing. Uh, Sandy will have the Right Wing. I have the (laughs) north wing and then grace has the south wing so we're set perfect i never have to see any of you like i love how you said north south right and west did i did i those are the new directions east doesn't exist it's right now did i really yes i'm an idiot whatever play it back melissa Annie, you have the West Wing. Uh, Sandy will have the right wing. I have the North Wing. And then Grace has the South Wing. So we're set. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) The next morning, Grace goes back to the orphanage and is like, Mr. Warbucks would like to adopt Annie because she is the shining star in the sky. That is his sad, dull life. Literally has had her for 12 hours and wants to keep her. Grace is like, I've always wanted a baby. She's like doing the whole like (laughs) evil, like, (laughs) so... Grace gets Miss Hannigan, even though she really doesn't want to, to get the adoption papers together. And after Grace leaves, Miss Hannigan is about to drink herself into an early grave mm-hmm. when her brother Rooster, who just got out of jail. Who's played by who? Alan Cumming, one of my favorite actors. I'm obsessed with him. He's so great. He's so good. What a cutie pie. And his girlfriend, Lily St. Regis, Yes, like the hotel, mm-hmm. who is played by one of my all time favorites, Kristen Chenoweth. She's an angel. I literally am so obsessed with everything she does. She can do no wrong in my eyes. She's like small and annoying and screams, but I don't hate her. I, I'm obsessed with her. It's hard for me to like somebody like that. I think she's so charming that it kind of off puts her weird shit. I love her. I think she's so wonderful. She's so funny. Kristen Chenoweth also is a better Maleficent than Angelina Jolie could ever hope to be. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the pride rock I'm willing to die on <laughs> with Scar. Oh, no. I've never seen Descendants, so... Really? Mm -mm. It's not good, but it's so bad that it's entertaining. You've always told me that you think I would enjoy it. Yeah, I haven't seen the second one. There's like three of them now, right? Oh, really? I I don't know. Can't wait for that episode. (laughs) Descendants. I guess that could be a Halloween movie. Does this take place during Halloween? No, but it's all the villains and their kids. Oh, I guess, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's true. Possible Halloween, Halloween <laughs> episodes. <laughs> Literally. Descendants. Descendants two. <laughs> Descendants, Descendants three and a half. Three maybe. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's like a wedding one. Oh my God, what? Yeah, somebody gets married. Anyway. <laughs> so Rooster and Lily visit Miss Hannigan at the orphanage and they are just talking about how they wish they could find easy street and how things come so easy to lucky and rich people and they're jealous and I agree with everything they're saying. Yeah, Rooster and Lily literally both just got out of the freaking state prison. So they're not they're not doing too hot the two of them. Uh and then they all go to what I'm assuming is the bar to celebrate Rooster getting out of jail. Yeah, well he comes 
up with an idea. He says he wants to try and con Warbucks somehow. And so they're trying to come up with an idea to con Warbucks out of money for getting Annie. Yes. So back at Mr. Warbucks's house, uh, Mr. Warbucks's, Mr. Warbucks. Mr. Warbucks's house. I think Warbucks's. Okay. Mr. Warbucks's house. He asks Annie to be his kid and she says no because she has parents and they collect ashtrays. Yeah. He also buys her a freaking <laughs> Tiffany locket to replace her old grungy one. And she's like, no, my parents left me this broken piece of shit. I don't want your Tiffany necklace. What a brat. Verbatim. <laughs> so he says that he was actually an orphan himself and that's why he vowed to become rich someday. Mm. And then he says that he'll do anything he can to find them. So he asks for her note and her locket so that the FBI can do a DNA analysis, handwriting analysis, something of that nature. In the 30s, how much technology do you think they had for all of that? Um, yeah. Not a lot. Yeah. Not, not, a, not a good amount. Nothing. Glad we, glad we both got there. <laughs> so back at the orphanage, the little orphan girls are listening to the radio in Miss Hannigan's office and they hear Annie on the radio mm-hmm. and she's pleading for her parents. And Mr. Warbuck says he's got 50 grand up for anybody that can prove that they are Annie's real parents. The girls are dancing on Miss Hannigan's desk. This is my favorite dance number. I think I really like Easy Street too, but the girls like dancing to uh, Never Fully Dressed Without a Smile is so cute. Oh, Sanator. Oh, Janitor. It's so cute. They're just so precious. Yeah. I, I've always wanted boys, but I wouldn't mind having a little girl either. I don't want any boys. So uh, the girls are dancing on Miss Hannigan's desk, and then Miss Hannigan comes home. I hope not from the bar from the night before. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, wait. Yeah, where has this woman been? I think she's just been out and about. She, she just, just leaves the children. She does not fucking care about them at all. Clearly. So uh, they tell her that they heard Annie on the radio, and they tell her about the reward for Annie's parents. And she's like, this little bitch gets everything, and it's not fair. She's like, I hope they don't find her stupid parents. Mm -hmm. And then she kicks all the girls out and tells them to go to bed without dinner, and then forces them to tell her that they love her. She's really great. Like, just not feeding them. Mom of the year. She just blew all that money on vodka. Truly. And then, Miss Hannigan is sitting at her desk, pulls out a bottle and is about to start drinking again, again. I would assume <laughs> when Ralph and Shirley Mudge come in the door saying that they're looking for their little orphan Annie. Yeah, they said that they left her there 11 short years ago and they're finally back for her. And then it's Lily and Rooster. Even Hannigan fell for it. She fell for it. She, she sure didn't even did. recognize her own brother. Until Lily opened her mouth. Yeah. So Lily ruins the plan. Mm-hmm. But the plan is for Ralph and Shirley Mudge, a.k.a. now Rooster and Miss Hannigan, to forge adoption papers and get the 50 grand, get Annie back, and um, fucking kill her. Yeah. They're going to split the money, so half and half, and then they're literally just going to slit Annie's throat. I love true crime. Murder an 11-year-old. They're just going to kill her. All right. And then they do shots to their plan. Woo! 
So cut to the Warbucks mansion and Mr. Warbucks is telling Annie that he can't find her parents and he tells her he would still love to be her dad. Of course, he sings it to her because it's a musical. Annie says that she would love to be Miss Annie Warbucks. So cute. It's so cute. Yeah, he literally tells her that the locket that her parents gave her is just like normal AF. He was like, nine bajillion of these lockets were made. It's not helpful to the FBI. <laughs> yeah, and they couldn't do the handwriting analysis or DNA analysis or so, whatever they were trying to do. So they decide to have a Christmas Eve adoption party and Annie comes downstairs in her red Christmas dress. So cute. So classic. Also, they literally just pull the poor judge out of his like Christmas Eve gathering to have him sign adoption papers and he just does it. He says he's delighted to be there and I don't believe it. And then they're going to throw a Christmas Eve party, but they literally decide this within four minutes and the whole house gets, okay, first of all, it's Christmas Eve. Why is your house not already decorated? Hello? (laughs) So the help decorates the house within a two minute song. Yeah. And they're going to throw a party with just the help. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like, do you think they are pumped to have a Christmas Eve party? Or do you think they're like... They were all like, we wanted to go home with our own fucking families, (laughs) not decorate this giant mansion in a three-minute musical number. They're obligated to decorate for their own Christmas Eve party and then attend it. (laughs) That they didn't even want to be at in the first place. Freaking Annette is like my poor child at home. Mrs. Pugh is like... (laughs) Fuck Fuck this place. (laughs) Truly. They were like, oh my God, we normally have Christmas Eve off. We're so excited. And then he's like, just kidding. Decorate the whole house in two and a half minutes. You sing while you're doing it. You're so right. (laughs) Also, why was the house not already decorated? I don't know. We decorate. uh, Okay. Halloween happens. We clear this place out of Halloween decorations. Christmas shit is up. No, it's not. Yes. I decorate after Thanksgiving, so don't. Oh, I, first of all, I, I, not me. Every holiday baby, is who two are you months decorating? long. <laughs> what are you decorating? Every holiday is two months. Where long. are you? What are you decorating? Fuck Thanksgiving, baby. I don't buy our Christmas tree and put up our Christmas decorations until our after Christmas Thanksgiving. Tree. We've had decorations up before no, Thanksgiving. Before, no, I always wait. I'm very, very particular. And I usually don't decorate for Halloween until September 1st. But this year I got anxious <laughs> because it's been a rough couple of years. So I decorated like August 15th. It really was I was very like, you know early. what? It's fucking Halloween. But like, okay, but it's Christmas Eve. You're right. You know, the Christmas Eve not, you should be decorated by then. They didn't even have a tree or anything. No, they built it in the middle of the musical number. God, those are <laughs> the poor helpers. The poor help. Poor Annette and <laughs> Mrs. Pugh. <laughs> the tennis instructor is like, what the fuck? He's like, I don't even normally work on freaking Christmas Eve. Why am I here? <laughs> Standing there with his tennis. Yeah, his tennis racket. His tennis racket. His weird like yeah, square what? Is that what they racket. looked like? <laughs> In Google's tennis racket. <laughs> there wasn't even barely any net. We can't do this. <laughs> we can't do this. I'm concerned for the help, okay? So the justice comes to sign the adoption papers. It's the middle of the night on Christmas Eve. He's pretending to be delighted (laughs) they're probably like stay for the party and he's probably like no 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 not really no no, that's okay i'm gonna take the tennis instructor and we're gonna go (laughs) and then the mudges come to claim annie before they can sign the adoption paperwork so mr and mrs mudge have her birth certificate and the other half of the locket which is 43 sizes bigger than the half that Annie has. Yeah, he like holds it over and he's like, look, see, shows it really fast. He's like, look, it's right. Okay, moving on. 
And Mr. Warbucks is very sus, as he should be. So he's like, great. Well, Annie's going to spend Christmas morning with us. You can pick her and the checkup tomorrow morning. Also, Annie does not like the last name Mudge. She keeps saying Annie Mudge. And she's looking at them like they're poorer than freaking Miss Hannigan. (laughs) She's like, I don't want to go with those poor people. But also... Mudge? <laughs> they look like they can't even afford hot corn. <laughs> Not the hot corn. Also, Annie, I would like to say, very specifically requested hot corn at this Christmas Eve party. Oh, she did. She said that she very, very dramatically was like, I want hot corn. Normal little girls are like, I want a Barbie. I or, want a pony. I want a ballet outfit. Freaking Annie's like, hot corn. <laughs> there better be hot corn. <laughs> So Grace and Oliver and Annie come out to the help at the party that they're forced to set up and now celebrate at. And he's like, well, we're still going to have a fun time because it's Christmas Eve and we'll spend Christmas morning together. And Annie storms off crying and is like, no, I don't want to be a mudge. And then Grace goes up and holds her while she's crying and sings to her. Because Grace is her real mom. She sings the sun will come out. Because Grace is the best. (laughs) It's so cute. So the help gets to go home. Finally, Probably pumped. And the next day, the mudges come to get Annie and Mr. Warbucks and Grace come down and Grace is wearing the same dress. I'm just saying. So is Mr. Warbucks. He's still wearing that suit, just sans tie. Mm, What were y'all doing all night? Seems suspicious. A little sus there. Yeah, (laughs) and I would like to say that the mudges pretended that they didn't know anything about the reward money, that they just wanted their little girl back. So back at the orphanage, Lily St. Regis is watching the orphans. She's playing poker with the... 12 little girls. No, no. She's losing at poker. That's fair. She owes them like $400 at this point, which in this in this day and age is a lot of freaking money. $1 million. Yes. Approximately. <laughs> and she's like, whatever. I'll pay you your money when I get my check. And they're like, what check? And she's like, oh, we're scamming fucking Mr. Warbucks. She like tells them the whole plan. Yeah. And then they get into her ear and they're like, well, what makes you think they're actually going to come back for you with the money? They're just going to leave with the bucks and they're not going to come back for you, Miss St. Regis. Yeah. There's no reason for them to come back here to this stinky orphanage after they collect the check. And so Lily gets a little miffed um, and she decides to go to the Warbucks mansion with all the girls. Don't know why they're coming along. I think they probably just followed her. Yeah, I was thinking about it like during the movie. I was like, they, she probably just stormed down the street and they probably. were like, we're following her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she shows up to the Warbucks mansion and is <laughs> like. They all got in a cab. They like, just like a clown car. <laughs> Lillian. <laughs> These 12 little girls. Lillian, 10 orphans get into a cab. <laughs> And she's in her fancy duds and they're literally grungy as fuck. And she's like, to the Warbucks mansion. Let's go. And the cab driver feels nothing. He's just like, okay, he's like, just another fare. Normal day in New York. (laughs) (laughs) A rich woman and her 12 children, grubby children. Oh, man. But so Lily shows up to the mansion and busts down the door and is like, y'all are not going to con me. I want my half of the money. I'm named after a hotel. Tell? Except she's not. (laughs) (laughs) And then who rolls in but one Mr. President Roosevelt? Wow, you really had to say rolls. (laughs) He didn't walk in? 
It rolled in. Cat daddy's into the... (laughs) (laughs) President Roosevelt cat daddy's into the mansion. Um, And he starts reading off their legal names. So not Mr. and Mrs. Mudge, but the Hannigans. And he has Lily and Rooster arrested. And then Hannigan is like, nope, I had nothing to do with this. I was just trying to get my little orphan back. But then they strap her to a gurney. Yeah. yeah. And they strap her up and take her off to the nut house, just like she predicted that she would end up in. I think she secretly wanted to go to the nut house. She did crawl onto that thing on her own. They did not have to coerce her at all. I hope she has fun. I think she'll have a good time. Maybe she'll like run the nut house, you know? I think so. <laughs> I think that's what happens. And then President Roosevelt tells Annie that they were able to trace, that he personally, I just want everyone to know. Not a lot going on in the United States of America. Apparently not. He said, fuck the FBI. I personally looked into this and did a DNA analysis and a handwriting analysis. Fingerprint analysis. Uh, who knows? Um, Your parents are dead. Your parents were the Bennets and they're mm-hmm. dead. Sorry. They probably did love you. We don't know. Anyway, here's your rich dad. <laughs> and she's like, that's okay. I'm Annie Warbucks. It's fine. And then she tells Warbucks that she would still like for him to adopt her. And then she calls him Daddy Warbucks. Daddy Warbucks. Daddy Warbucks. He sure is daddy. The president, President Roosevelt, lets all the girls know that they all can open presents and that he'll find them all rich Republican parents. Love that for them. Wait, he was a Democrat, though. Yeah. He'll probably still find them rich Republican parents. Probably. (laughs) Unfortunate for them. And then Mr. Warbucks proposes to Grace. With a freaking rock. And she's like, oh my God, yeah, it is a really big rock. He pulls out that little teal box. And you know he had that waiting. She's like, can I leave clothes here now? Or like, everybody knows, Oliver, can I? I've been wearing this purple dress for four days. I haven't been able to change my fucking clothes. Four days. I live in this purple dress. Great. Now, are we official? Okay. Can I call People Magazine and leave some clothes here? Well, because you know he had to buy that ring at some point, like when he bought Annie's necklace, probably. So he's been planning this because they're both from Tiffany's. I hope their wedding was beautiful. I can only imagine. She probably shaves his head. He's a wig cap, remember? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. That was one of the trivia. And I was like... Okay, Okay, yes, we're aware. That's that's clearly a bald cap. It was a pretty good one. Guys, the trivia is so stupid. Please go read it. Yeah, it was was pretty not good. It was all really dumb. And so Mr. Warbucks uh, and Grace adopt Annie and Sandy jumps on the president. Love that. That damn dog. The end! (laughs) Yay! (laughs) The sun will come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar. (laughs) tomorrow there'll be some oh there was arm motions guys i wish you could have seen it (laughs) i did an arm burst it was beautiful would you like to go first i sure would i gave annie a good old eight out of ten it is really good Mm -hmm. i really love the songs one of my favorite musicals but not one of my favorite movies you just don't like musicals really so (laughs) uh i put it under pirates of the caribbean curse of the black pearl but above 101 dalmatians it is my number 23 Ooh, i too gave annie an eight out of ten it's an eight it is an eight it's an eight um I do enjoy it, but again, not one of my favorites. I do like musicals. So really the music, if there wasn't music in this movie, I'd probably like it a lot less. 
Uh, but I do like musicals. So mine is sitting under A Christmas Carol, but above Sleeping Beauty. Um, so mine is sitting at number 31. The face she's making at me, you guys. She's angry at me. Sleeping Beauty. So I would good. just rather watch this. What about Scumps? The only saving grace of that movie. <laughs> and then the black tar spot that Maleficent becomes. <laughs> yeah, the black mark she becomes. <laughs> Yay! Our next episode will be the audio version of our live episode. Yay! The movie is Hocus Pocus, which right now is in the future at the time of this recording. But Mm -hmm. when this episode comes out, it will be in the past. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing. Yeah. It was so good. It was so good. Or it will be so good. It's going to be great. We're, we're <laughs> it's, manifesting. It's both. It's in the, Isn't that so weird? Like it's in the future, but it's in the past. Mm-hmm. Time, time, time. Anyway, follow us on the socials. Eat hot corn. Eat hot corn. Um, Subscribe to our Patreon. Patreon for oh my bonus. God. You guys, I think the Twilight episode has trumped the Harry Potter episodes for me. It's pretty funny. I had to stop listening to it in my car driving to work yesterday because I was laughing so hard. I literally started tearing up in one. My eyelashes were falling off when I was going to work, but also I was going to wreck <laughs> my car. I was going to wreck my car. I literally had to pause it. So become a patron you or will not don't regret it. or don't or leave us a five star review if you haven't already. Yeah. All of our socials. Follow us on YouTube. Tell your friends about us. And we love you. We love you. Bye. 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 These opinions are our own and are in no way associated with the film or the film's production company. The cover art for Tragical was created by Johnny the Alchemist. The theme song for Tragical was produced by Ja Reezy. Contact info for both artists can be found on their Instagrams, which are linked in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Tragical. Mmm, really big soda. Yeah, guys, don't smoke cigarettes. What's up with that? Nasty. Mom. (laughs) Mother who has quit 75 times in the past three years. (laughs) I almost called her Anatha instead of like Agatha. (laughs) Anatha. Agatha's, um... Miss Hannigan's name, isn't it? Agatha Hannigan. Yeah, Hannigan. I think it was. Why yeah. is that her name? I hate her now. Agatha Hannigan. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Agatha Hannigan. You don't even know have to know how to sing or play an instrument. Because there's no words. Polka. Yeah. No, there's words. Are there? Yeah. Most of the ones I hear, they're like, are not words. No, but it's not like anybody can sing and nobody can really play an instrument either. It's just beautiful. They're just jamming together and enjoying each other's company. The earliest known reference. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I can't believe everything. <laughs> this episode. <laughs> the earliest known reference to sausage dates to Greece. Oh, we got to say that again. <laughs> but the corn that we have now is not the same. <laughs> I wonder how much of this is going to actually be in the episode. No, I need it all to be in it, please. You have to keep the I'm whole thing. lose my contact. <laughs> the story of Maze. <laughs> I haven't laughed this hard. <laughs> You have to leave all of this in or I will sue you. I named a dog once. Okay. And she goes, <laughs> we've, we have sidetracked. <laughs>
for far too long about hot dogs and corn. It's what's funny about our podcast, though. You named a dog Pup Puppy, and it was Sandy's, our dog Sandy's Oh, look at that. Look at that. We've already talked about that. (laughs) Okay, whatever. I think we talked about it in our, I don't know what episode. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be in the fucking outtakes. (laughs) Ma'am. Moving on. Getting a tude with me. <laughs> we have to talk about Annie at some point today, okay? At some point. Oh, I'm so sweaty. My notes say they are jealous of fish people, and I think I meant... Uh, rich people? Rich people. Adopt. <laughs> I will if I didn't have... in my bank account. Same. (laughs) Do you want to sleep under my bed, little child? Like, I don't have money. Yeah. Eventually, we're gonna... Do you want to eat ranch for dinner? (laughs) I don't have any food in the fridge. Um, This $1.99 soda broke the bank today. It's short. I almost pulled out my credit card for it. Actually, I really was trying to load my Wawa app, so I didn't have to use my I'm debit card. <laughs> but I it said my password was wrong. We are <laughs> so poor. Um, <laughs> I just think of a day that's gray and lonely. I just stick up my chin and grin and say, oh. That was for you guys. That was beautiful. <laughs> that was really good. Tragical.